Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to Fanfic, Fanfic, Gamma Future, <laughs> where we talk about Fallout Equestria, the hybrid My Little Pony and Fallout Fanfic, because we're following up on having talked for a year about a horrible little reactionary who tried to revise it. I am your co-host, Sal Weddington Esquire. Joining me is always your host, Fi. Hi everyone. How's it doing, Fi? Doing all right. And I, uh, I, I don't know if it was such a hot idea for you to try and come up with uh, fun sequel uh, names for every episode. We have forty-four of them to do, but let's see if we can hold out. You cannot stop. <laughs> it's not me I'm worried about. But yeah, hi everybody. I cannot stop. Inexplicably, though just I must wish be. it. Though I very often wish it was a power that I possessed. It's a big mood, as we say in uh, in the biz. But yeah, hi everybody. We're in episode uh, eighty-two. Jesus Christ, eighty-two. That's an awful lot. <laughs> Wait a minute. What happened in eighty-one? <laughs> what did happen in eighty-one? Oh yeah, it was the really good episode. It was it was the it was the chapter that sold me on the whole uh, business of this fanfic thing. So it was sort of like part two of of uh, little Pip's uh, rumbling with the slavers reconvenes with uh velvet remedy who uh is kind of disappointed <laughs> she's like mom mad at her specifically uh for for leaving the stable uh and the safety of the stable and coming to find her even though she left a post-it note and everything about it <laughs> she specifically left specific instructions to not find her so little pip is also here to deal with the slavers and uh velvet remedy kind of like Weirdly, like, both sides of the issues to some degree, where she she's like, well, slavers have families, too. Uh, and also, like, this, like, what are you going to do with the slaves? We can't just, like, transport them uh, long distances. They'd never make it. And then Little Pip is like, oh, I brought a train with me. We can do that. And the sort of, like, back half of the chapter is taken up with, like, a sort of, like, running gunfight. Little Pip trying to, like corral everything uh while fighting a lot of slavers but a uh, uh, fucking god shows up a a a beautific uh, uh uh angel of the goddess shows up uh who is apparently the regional manager of this whole slaver colony uh she shows up with friends uh they get they get blasted relatively easily uh but not before calamity gets struck by lightning and they have to deal with this alicorn and alicorns are really fucking good uh i don't we talked a little bit about it in the last chapter but i just really want to hammer home how much like how much i like the alicorns in the story like like we've only seen a little bit of them so far but they're just like kind of they're a they're a a, a scale of magnitude more dangerous than anything else in the wasteland incredible well, we, we we know that they can summon lightning at whim yes they uh and project a, a force field that is uh nah uh yeah the shield is is cartoonishly like grade school level invincible and so it's very, very, very difficult. They are they are your uh, super mutant behemoth mini boss guys uh, to show up, uh, but they're great. Like I really, really like the alicorns. I think the alicorns are just so much better than like 
yeah, the thing they're um, based it, off of. This 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 one in particular that that we met in that chapter was uh, cartoonishly uh, evil in a way that I could appreciate. Like it was like best of Saturday morning <laughs> cartoon kind of. It, it, like I was kept saying like it's very anime, but I don't mean that in a bad way because that, that's kind of like yeah. a criticism that gets lobbed at the stuff. Yeah. It's a criticism that gets lobbed at the stuff a lot of like, oh, it's too anime, it's too silly, it's but it's like the, it, I think it's the right kind of thing where it's 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 this it, it puts so much more like weight on the fact that the protagonist is this underdog that she's like being faced against this like villain that is so self assured in their confidence that like there's no way the, the underdog could possibly beat them there's no way and then like. And and so much of, and the scene is just little Pip like digging deep into her magical reserves and using her telekinetic powers to the fullest extent and like energy's just shooting off of her. She's got that like that like Dragon Ball thing where rocks are just kind of floating up and she's powering up all in an effort to like raise like a section of the train over top of uh, the alicorn and drop it on her. And it's just it's carried out such in a, such a simple but like potent way that i was i was taken aback by it because like it's one of those things i really love about the, about uh it's great in this story but it's just sort of great in general of like it respects the villain's power which is something that like that's a complaint about ph every single time uh, every episode but it's probably gonna happen anyways the villains don't have anything that makes them feel dangerous a lot of the time it's it's just it's all very bog standard like I have better. Well, yeah, no, in PH, there's 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 just relentless uh, <coughs> tell don't show, and and then when the time comes to show, like, well, like like we 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 hammered on it a bunch that like Somber has no idea how to promote, no idea how to sell a promotion mm-hmm. uh, in in wrestling terms. Like he has has no idea how to um, yes uh, for 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 given monster on the roster. Like the closest we had was stuff that's pretty like nakedly stolen FOE because like Diamond Dust having an immortal like an invincible energy shield and a Gatling gun is at least like colorful boss fight. But a lot of the like actual main antagonists of this are are very lacking of, like, unique abilities or skills. It's just, like, I don't know, Light Hooves is a fast flyer, kind of, but not really. Uh, and he has, like, Enclave fighting skills, and that's about it. Or, like, what is, what is like, Steel Rain's big thing? He just has really big guns, so he's near identical to Deus. Like, there's just, like, it lacks a lot of, like, a very critical f- importance of when you're writing this kind of story. Antagonists having, like, a lot of color to their fighting abilities. Uh, that coincides with their interesting character, may, like meaning that like you have like because the thing is is that you're the important thing about it, and, like what makes this fight work so well is it's an interesting puzzle. It's like okay, how do you defeat like the like an, an immovable force, um, or, or um, an immovable wall? And it's like well, you just drop something so heavy on them that they can't stop it, and it's, it's very cool and clever, and it's a very like simple thing but it works so effectively because it's just and uh, and also take advantage of the the enormous hubris uh of your opponent yeah like the closest thing that like blackjack ever does is like there's that part really early on where she's being strangled by like like deos and she like uses her tk to like trigger one of his guns and it fires and it makes the like you know it makes the gun the panopticon fire and that's like the cleverest we ever really get in that kind of like back and forth of like using a thing that's acknowledged about the characters like the villain's abilities 
and turning it against them somehow. But uh, so far, K Cat has 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 a, a, a an, a, an incredible and I guess seemingly innate like a, a strong instincts for how to put over a promotion <laughs> like like that that like uh, really established that this thing is scary, this thing is a threat, all hope is lost, and so that way the victory like matters. So like. We get a good sense of like we're getting a good sense of how 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 strong Pip is in relation to things, uh, which makes it impressive that Calamity comes along and takes her out. Like so that like we get a good frame of reference for like how tough Calamity is when like Calamity is is struck down by the uh, Alicorn. You know what? Instead of uh, rambling about that for anymore, how about I tell you about um, Little Pip's night terrors? We 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 open up uh, this this week's chapter uh, with well let me let me see if I uh, can't get you the uh, uh, today's uh, this week's mystery quote is something tells me this isn't a circus act which I do not understand <laughs> I don't understand the context of, of of how this relates to anything that happens in this chapter uh, or who could have possibly said this and the chapter is called derailed uh, chapter eight derailed uh, we open with a little Pip standing in a river of blood. Uh, lots of uh, terrifying, unwholesome uh, imagery. When Little Pip w- wakes up, we find out that like this is not her first time having night terrors since <laughs> since being trapped out here in the waste. God, it! I didn't realize that even this was stolen in PH because I for, like because remember the early chapters, Blackjack is just having constant like blood nightmares all the time. It just never occurred to me up until this second Sorry. which is which is weird because little pip is having these because like one she's traumatized from being a, a very small horse <laughs> in a very uh protected and isolated enclave now out here in the in the wilderness and also dealing with her enormous guilt for for all the people she's killed uh the, the part of the, the the dream is uh velvet remedies uh voice saying it sure didn't take you long to become a mass murderer did a little this this dream uh, is is particularly brutal on her because it involves uh, being abandoned uh, by Calamity and Velvet. Like the that now having friends, she has even more to lose, mm-hmm. uh, which is affecting her semi regular <laughs> night terrors. Now I have new and exciting nightmares to have. Uh, but we wake up uh, surrounded by baby ponies, one of whom was really impressed by the the whole um, evil angel splattering. Uh, stunt. <clears throat> uh, Velvet has managed to uh, mend uh, a hoof that uh, Pip was fairly confident she would never be able to walk on again. We have a conversation. Uh, well, uh, before that, I want to mention that Pip asks, like, how did you get the locks off? Like, I I know that neither you nor Calamity have particularly are particularly deft at, at that at at lock picking necessarily. And uh, Velvet explains that it doesn't take a whole lot of telekinesis to operate uh, rockets and mines. <laughs> to which my response is, what? <laughs> but then shrug, okay. They, they, they blew the cages uh, yes. uh, up around the slaves. I, I don't... They just, they just pushed them all into one corner and they blew up the other corner. I don't know. Like, sure. I think it depends on like how big you think these cages are. Because if you're talking about like yeah, Kennel cages, I mean, they're like, small, but if you're talking about, like, people holding cages, people hold cages, like, cages that are built for people to be in are really, um, and if it translates over to horses, it's also pretty big. I'm, I'm shrugging it off. Um, it, it, I, it just struck me as a, like, weird line. thing to put a, a series of, of, of question marks and exclamation points next to. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't you just said that, like, yeah, there are a lot of, you left a lot of bodies in your wake. And a lot of them had keys on them. Like, that would be a sufficient explanation. 
Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Well, whatever. Uh, Calamity notes that they're being followed, and there's there's a bunch of guesses as to what is following them. Uh, but Calamity is just uh, fairly certain that uh, something is in the air just out of sight. Uh, then we get uh, a little talk about uh, why Velvet left, um, which, which, which is uh, hinted very, very strongly at uh, in the previous chapter. Uh, we talked about like I think I I made my guesses like I, I'm I'm pretty sure it wasn't st- stated explicitly but K Cat is a good writer mm-hmm. and communicated it with like <laughs> uh, the very obvious like mournful like sta- like long logging staring um, Velvet did uh, at the the crates of boxes and her like um, her introduction to these slavers being saving one of their their lives out in the waste after they were attacked by local uh, terror fauna and so like her her willingness to cooperate with these slavers is mostly like it's it's very hinted at it was mostly driven by her desire to like be a doctor mm-hmm. um, they provided her with like equipment <laughs> and patience to to uh sufficient to to fulfill her dream of being a doctor but they we we talk about it explicitly here in conversation uh with little pip that um that when her cutie mark showed up and it was a was a songbird uh within the 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 culture of the stable doomed her to like no you're a singer now Mm -hmm. uh regardless of your 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 passions and your prior like your your training up to this point in your adolescence are are forbidden from 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 doing medicine uh, your destiny is singer. Yeah, and I, mean, I kind of like that because I, I like that it's like an it's an outward rejection of the kind of like destiny thing that friendship to magic like kind of established that like it's not... and also like Velvet is good at it. Yeah, <laughs> like like that like it's it, it is her passion and she is good at it. So uh, this this yeah this this uh, this destiny on your butt uh, thing uh, isn't isn't what it's chalked up to be. It turns out, and so this is what you were you were hinting at earlier. Uh, that it comes up as a thing. Uh, your 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 tram stamp uh, does not fully define you, or, it's at, um, or at the very least, it's up to like it's it's left up to interpretation to some degree. So, oh right, one thing I wanted to mention before I move on to the next uh, plot point, the thing that happens in the story is, uh, isn't it nice to have characters who are like out of their motivations, mm-hmm. like have have ambitions and desires that motivate them to like? I mean. S- seek seek things out it's certainly uh, nice to have being, like, it's certainly nice to have characters who have agency in the story at all and aren't just extension of the protagonist's will uh directly <laughs> like I'm, I'm just thinking about this compared to like ph like was moved along by okay you're driven out of your stable like it was set on fire and attacked uh, and now you have a, a hot potato. Like now you're carrying the MacGuffin that's that people are going to chase you around for. Whereas this is the is like I, I vaguely remember like was Twenty One like absolved of all like guilt for the attack on? Well, he had nothing to do with it. He had nothing to do with it. Yep, right. It was the other unicorn that had everything to do with it, kind of. And it was also the state the state mayor as well. The great. Twenty One had nothing to do with anything. He he never ever yeah. had any re- like he had nothing to do with the attack which again like somber did you read like did you read this i guess like because like here like it's it's all motivated by like people's actions and desire that like they left the stable for a reason they weren't pushed out of it by external forces they like like they they had to make the like pip and and velvet had to make their own decisions to cross the threshold yeah see i was i was being even more like uh critical of of it that it's not even that it's like it's nice to have characters who like actions 
that are <clears throat> just they want to do that aren't just whatever the main character is deciding to do. Oh yeah. Like that, um, like Pip is, is actually like Pip and, and Velvet have like a, a, a clear, clear divide. Here. Yeah, <laughs> like they have like, there's... yeah, they have actual, like, like I said, like the, uh, uh, Velvet has actual agency. She has like, she, what she wants to do is be a doctor. What, what is, what the fuck did Morning Glory, uh, as an example, like Morning Glory is an especially bad case. Like what did she want? I guess in theory it was to like maybe get the enclave to lighten up, but she would like she spent so much of the story just kind of like being dragged around by Blackjack and really didn't have any like didn't really care at all and, what they were and doing. And also making a lot of neo lib better things aren't possible arguments at every turn. But but I mean like I'm I don't even mean I don't I don't mean her like politics. I just mean like she, well, not, she like had her politics no will. factor into it. No, no, no. But like, like, no, listen. Like, it's it's nothing to do with that. It's she. She has no like. I don't care. I'm not talking about her character. I'm talking about the fact that like she made no decisions at all yeah. because she wasn't a person. Like, she was just a, a person. Like, she was just an extension of Blackjack's will. She she was like she was a video game companion in the truest sense, where it's like, oh, I have a side quest that's ongoing, but like until you decide to do that side quest, I'm just gonna like. Stand in the corner <laughs> and do nothing. Uh, stare vacantly. Well, uh, back to the good story um, <laughs> with characters in it. Slaver ambush. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, on the train. By the way, somehow caught up to them. Yeah, they're on the train. Uh, and spatially, we were a little confused. Okay. Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, um, uh, yeah. But um, uh, little Pip wakes up back on the train. We have all these conversations. Calamity like notes that the the train is being followed. Uh, by something in the air, and then ambush! All the 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 train pullers are are uh, at, uh, around the time that they like cross the hump, like like at the at the peak of the mountain, uh, before the train uh, starts going on a downhill. The train is ambushed. Uh, the, the the haulers are are slaughtered uh, pretty quickly. You know what? Uh, before I go into any more details, I gotta say uh, these are much more effective uh, antagonists than the raiders were. Well, like like I said, the 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 concept of raiders is the appear in the very beginning of this story kind of just don't ever happen again. Like even when we do Good. see even when we do see Raiders, they're completely different than this. Than than the, the video game. Yeah, but the but these, these guys, um you gotta have a real like I I felt a real hate for them. See like I was I was really eager to see these these bastards die and the the like visceral threat <laughs> they presented to the group. Um, like heighten that. Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a little forgiving of the the early the raiders because I like 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 they're the slavers provide ample contrast where it's raiders a bunch of like unfocused goobers and then the slavers are like are the are like the actual threat of this setting like they're they're the, yeah they're, they're what the reapers should have been in my mind of like no these are the these are the these are the coordinated guys like these are the these guys who know what they're doing and they're dangerous because of that. And they have a uh, and they're and they're considerably more evil because like their their motivations are in their own way more realistic. Like these these monsters are uh, have shown up and are punishing these people providing an essential service to the wasteland. <laughs> like these these people who are like maintaining this train that like is is no doubt essential for like getting cargo of all kinds back and forth. Uh, between these towns and possibly beyond, are just killing them, like, in mass, outright, to reclaim cargo, which is people. Yes, and, like, a paltry amount as well. 
like out of out of out of out of a a sheer fixation on on dominating others mm-hmm. uh and and using uh other people as as currency like as as objects they have have done this killing and they they do so uh with relish uh and and with uh refined technique you really want to see them dead yeah <laughs> like these these uh these these uh yeah these these wasteland slave catchers He's uh they are bad. <laughs> I'd also like to remind the the audience that the the modern American police force uh, is is directly descends from similar slave catchers. So, it's really not that surprising. Most of their techniques and equipment are exactly the same as they were in the the antebellum uh south. It is it is horrifying finding out like how 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 um <clears throat> pre-civil war slave catchers worked and finding out that the modern day American police are almost identical. Are basically the exact same institution. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, fuck uh, these Pip, guys. Pip is Pip, Pip is such a a precious bean that she still feels uh, kind of bad and a little hesitant about uh, ending lives, uh, even though these are lives that ought to be snuffed out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, she's she's the the good kind of uh, like radical anarchist. Where like she she feels sympathy for the idea of killing people. But these fuckers, these people gotta go. <laughs> uh, to the point that I'm not sure uh, where it happens. I forgot to to note, like it, it just stands out in my memory. But she, uh, um, Pip was 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 thinking to herself that like, oh no no, it it happens a little later. Uh, spoilers. Uh, they, and, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'll see if I can remember. So, so anyway, um, among the slave ambush is uh, a a rad dogfight. <laughs> a a yeah, because like, a griffin like, uh, shows up. Uh, Calamity goes off to scout uh, in the air, and shortly after he leaves, is the 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 uh, the the raiders hit the 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 the, the slave catchers um, make their move. Um, and so while um. Uh, Earth ponies who have magno hooves. Some some spell is allowing them to, and this is an interesting like it adds an interesting dimension to the fight <laughs> that the, uh, the 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 raiders are able to like just horizontally, mm-hmm. or no, ver- vertically along the sides of the train uh, because their their hooves have been enchanted uh, visibly, like they're glowing enchanted um, to allow them uh, to 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 spider horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, which gives them, you know, an extra range of mobility that's difficult for our, our heroes to try and fight around. Uh, it's it's all very well written. It's 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 a bunch of exciting stuff. Most exciting of all is Calamity V uh Razor Wing. Yeah. Uh Calamity V a Griffin. Yes. Um who is uh uh got some uh Maxim guns. <laughs> like he's got some <laughs> Uh, 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 auto, some, uh, uh, machine guns, uh, on, on their battle saddle, uh, and in addition has affixed, uh, swords to, yeah, to, to their have, wings. they have blade wings. Yeah, I really, I really like griffins in this, uh, in this setting because, like, griffins, just by the virtue of their anatomy, are a lot more of a threat because, like, they have hands. <laughs> and this does come up a couple of times. So Calamity calls this, this, this dude Razor Wing. Uh, I don't know if that is a a job description, a nickname that uh, Calamity came up with him uh, for for this this one on the fly. We're gonna find out. Calamity knew this asshole. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I'm, I think it might have been a, a nickname on the fly. I think, <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> I love the goofy like wing blades that that a lot of the a lot of the Griffins have in this. It's very like. It's I don't know it, it it calls to a very specific element of, of Fallout to me of just like no fuck it I'm just gonna have dumb dumb sword hands 
I'm, I'm going to have blade wings I cut people with. So there's a, there's a big rad dog fight uh, happening. Pip fights a, 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 a bunch of uh, uh, slavers, one with a whip, uh, who is uh, ultimately taken out. And we, we find out about the blade wings because uh, Calamity, like, in the middle of being hounded by this asshole, did, uh, takes a swoop in. Uh, and helps Pip out of uh, <laughs> out of the jam uh, in the midst of all of this, and and because they got so close to the train, a uh, lead like a, a implicit like leader uh, horse among the uh, the slave catchers with uh, brandishing a whip gets beheaded yeah. accidentally uh, by by their 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 uh, support Griffin. Uh, I, I really love this about about FOE is that like the fights are just like fun to talk about because interesting things happen in them yeah interesting things happen in them there's, there's stuff worth talking about isn't that the damnedest thing it's not just i shot them until they died uh blam 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 and then there was a lot of blood and blam 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 okay anyway uh so pip immediately loots the whip of course like just <laughs> now i have a whip uh, we continue the 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 fight uh there's a there's a horrible crunching sound like the the, the whole train like uh, sort of bucks under under underneath them, uh, and calamity shows back up, uh, like w- with a with a with a shitty and grin. Ah, oh, well, gosh, she was uh, so keen on tailing me so close that ah, uh, oh, turns out that just didn't work out for you. <laughs> uh, that calamity managed to outmaneuver the Griffin and and trick them into. Uh, getting plastered under uh, the weight of the train, which is now at increasing speed. Like all, all the all the haulers are dead, but they're now going downhill. Um, and so that's one less Griffin in the world. Uh, you were working for slavers. Uh, you will not be missed, you piece of shit. Yeah, pour one out for the for the cool Griffin that gets murdered by a train. Um, or don't like don't just drink <laughs> it because uh, he doesn't deserve it. Uh, oh. Um, so then, uh, then take th- then t- things take another turn. As we're uh, briefly introduced to Laser Horse. Laser Horse. Yeah. We're introduced to, to lasers uh, as, as, a, as a phenomenon and a problem. Uh, and uh, here's that dissonance that Phi likes so well. Uh, the lasers reduce uh, people into to pink sparkles. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's, a, it's a call to Fallout's like, crit system, that when you crit something with, uh, with, uh, with a laser, it reduces them to red ash. But you know, since it's it's, it's the magical land of Equestria, it just makes them <laughs> poof into glitter, <laughs> uh, which, which is, is so modeling, hilarious and horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, so it's very Ghostbusters. It, it like hits the perfect balance between. Like, <laughs> oh, this the stakes are extremely high. Yes, you don't want that to happen to you. But also, what? <laughs> also, glitter. <laughs> oh man, you never get glitter poof. off. <laughs> um like it's it's very like it's one of those things that like it's hard for me not to to think about is like i always imagine the lasers making the like like the like magic noises that friendship and magic would use yeah just as like an additional like level of dissonance to it um it's like i'm gonna hit you with my i I can i'm gonna hit you with this gun makes like i can hear like a twinkling sound like a uh, it is uh, deeply unwholesome. Oh, I forgot to mention that uh, before uh, ran off to to engage in this fight. Um, she handed off the the needle gun that she'd uh, looted earlier mm-hmm. to to Velvet, and uh, said, so, "You know, you you need to protect these 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 babies." Mm-hmm. I'm now looking back at the the text proper, and and I'm I'm kind of sad that like I don't know I misremembered it in a way that I think is better. <laughs> That uh, the 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 way I remembered it uh, is 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 Velvet But I'm not a killer. Like I I. I 
how 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 can I can I kill somebody? And Pip says, "Neither am I." <laughs> <laughs> Talking her weapons, but the actual text is, "Learn to." I mean, it's it's it kind of harsh and even brutal thing to say, but this was the history of West Ham. I, I think it's in the in the same the same sort of headspace. But yeah, it's it's a slight difference in like the difference between like Little Pip being like hesitant versus Little Pip being like harsh, yeah. like get over it. Yeah, I mean, like it's one of those things where like I kind of I kind of get it though because there's a there's a certain bit of frustration in the whole like, but I'm a pacifist and everyone's just shooting around you and it's like, <laughs> go tell them that. What do you want me to do? And uh, Velvet equips her, uh, acquits herself well with the the, the poison needles because uh, when we come back to her, there's there's a there's a horse eerily hanging from the ceiling, <laughs> uh, full of needles. Uh, his 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 hoof enchantments have have not faded, but his life has. <laughs> Well, at least he's not glitter, I guess. Well, about that. So we ha- we have a final confrontation, three on three. Um, a m- miscellaneous bad horse uh, with with, with a, a heavily armored uh, horse with a um, magic sledgehammer uh, and laser horse. Laser horse, the horse of the future. Uh, sledgehammer horse makes a terrible mess of Pip. <laughs> Uh, another one is uh, shot to pieces. Calamity, but not before um, he uh, stabs Velvet. <coughs> Pip uh, is is able to uh, ultimately uh, survive uh, Hammer Horse uh, by way of uh, making use of <laughs> the Hammer Horse as a as a uh, last minute shield <laughs> against the, the 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 horrible lasers, the horrible glitterifying lasers. Uh, so he is reduced to pretty sparkles. I think it's. I, I actually kind of think that uh, uh, this story makes a point of um, Pip's reliance on her her magic aim assist really is a crutch. Pip needs it to like it's 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 hilariously overpowered. But on the other hand, Pip does need it to function, and it's not always on. It has a cooldown uh, because it's it's noted that uh, uh, that the fight ends uh, in an interesting way. It doesn't have to spell out the death of Laser Horse. Uh, uh, merely to say, um, uh, my aim assist uh, uh, was back on, and calamity didn't need one. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I've always kind of, I, I always kind of <clears throat> like that. She's not really much like that much of a like. She's not like competent as like a marksman. It just she has like a a, a really significant aim assist hap- Like that's that's making it so that she can kind of like close the skill gap between her and like uh, far more competent. Uh, combatants without in the waste and like it's it's sort of funny that like again ph preserves that whole aim assist thing but bj really doesn't need it and it kind of just sort of goes away as a story conceit after a certain point because like she's a fucking gun like she is a gun so why does she need aim assist um but yeah here it's actually like there's a reason for it to exist um, and yeah, because she she is a small bean. Yeah, <laughs> never picked up a gun in her life. She does very badly need. She's she's like a mechanic, basically. She's she's an engineer. Uh, oh, along those lines. Uh, speaking of Pip Bucks being miracle, like miracle pieces of engineering that can turn any idiot into a a, a juggernaut of death. <laughs> Uh, with, with like uh, tools such as the aim assist, I did forget to mention a, a, an important thing. The whole conversation about why Velvet left uh, is is spurred by Pip trying to give, like trying to, as has been carrying Velvet's Pip buck this entire time, mm-hmm. um, and and Velvet absolutely refuses to take it back. Mm-hmm. Um, to her, it is a shackle. It it too ba- too painfully reminds her of uh, of 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 stable two. 
and the the emotionally crushing uh, unfreedom um, that that place represented to her. Mm-hmm. Just incredibly valid, like so much, and and like there's there's a couple things going on here. One, it it is a statement, like just just how how badly how miserable she was back home that like mm-hmm. not even like the promise of like all the miracle powers of a pit buck <laughs> is, is enough to uh, allow her to tolerate like putting that uh, putting it putting a symbol of of, of that uh, place back on her body mm-hmm. um and also um it reflects a, a thing that we talked about in episode 1 which is pip is uh uh in, in a lot of ways and and it, it's it's a prophecy that's that's holding true pip is like a pit buck a a a small thing that is is badly undervalued and underestimated uh for its uh a, a true uh use value yeah because uh, it's just where she came from because of the, just the utter mundanity of it so this presence yeah it's, because of its ubiquity it's um, it's it's like saying like the like little pip you got your 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 fucking uh uh flank mark is a fucking ipod like <laughs> you know or like yeah, a pair of pants. Yeah. Well, I, I meant like specifically like a piece of technology that like is so mundane to us, like an iPhone or something like that. that like you wouldn't think of like twice about its importance. But then like you show up to the world of cavemen and like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> and that's kind of where like Pip is now is that like Pip is, you know, despite their like, like regardless of, of their like reasons for it. Is now in a society of, of far more regressed technology. So having a piece of like wonder technology from from the past is is a important technical marvel. There's no way for her to like really grasp that because she's so used to it. In the same way that she's so used to purified water and like <clears throat> you know synthetic apples and uh, you know plumbing, honestly. Uh, it's all super normal to her because she's lived her entire life in a in a society that, while oppressive, still had a lot of like, you know, conveniences that now she's without. So all that stuff is just completely like lost on her now. Uh, she hasn't really like you know she's still a stranger in a strange land. But yeah, and Velvet is far more like yeah, is far more traumatized by her experiences within the uh and the stable, and so she just refuses to have even a symbol of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, marking her body and would honestly rather go out, go without than have this incredible piece of life-saving technology just kind of strapped to her. But, like, yeah, uh, so so two things, yeah. The, uh, one, that is the, the degree of, of Velvet's trauma, and two, um, it is possible that Velvet just really just does not have an internalized understanding of how, how good this thing is. <laughs> so after after the big fight, after the big brawl, they've realized that, uh, like, uh, before the big brawl, I forgot to mention, uh, they they uh, disconnected the the cars so that uh, the distance would would increase uh, between them and the uh, the escaped slaves. So that even if the slavers won, they'd have to like they'd have a a, a long walk between them uh, and their prize, and they did not win. So uh, now our heroes are on uh, the remains of this train. Uh, hurtling downhill at increasing speed. Yeah, it's probably bad. Uh, Pip asks, is, is, or uh, one of the masks, I think Velvet asks, like, so how do we stop it? <sighs> well, um, the brakes are in the caboose. <laughs> uh, so uh, Pip has a plan. Calamity, get Velvet to safety. Right, and then what? I'll figure something out. <laughs> God, I love little 
Pip. She's the best. Uh, so what Little Pip figures out is to just just exert a lot of telekinesis trying to keep this incre- increasingly accelerating train on the tracks. Um, it ultimately doesn't actually pan out. Uh, she she is only she is only just barely able to um, use her telekinesis at the last minute to 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 hurl herself in, up away from uh, I, which I, is where the train went. I feel like the mindset of like, well, I moved one box car. How how hard could be several box cars? Like, how heavy is that? <laughs> It's probably fine, but is of course at the last second uh, saved uh, by by calamity uh, returning for a second second pass. Mm-hmm. And at this point, uh, we we get the the, the party uh, traveling through uh, the the waste uh, without a lot of point of reference. Even Pip's uh, super map, like is uh, in, in her pit buck, is uh, not. All that useful, um, or at least yeah. The, the the big concern is that like they're they're running out of uh, water, uh, medicine, food, uh, and they probably won't make it in time to to catch up with with the the their um, the the people they came to rescue. Uh, but they they hear some cheesy music uh, just over the hill, and uh, uh, Velvet and Calamity are confused to see Pip. Uh, mm. panic and freak out and run after it. I couldn't remember how to get out of this. <laughs> um, uh, well, the curious thing is they don't in this chapter. Uh, what well, does I, I, I meant, like, I forgot how they handled the slaves specifically because, like... Pip demands the, the Watcher, I know you can hear me, like, I, I need you now, to to Velvet and Calamity's surprise, Pip, appear, like, turns out to not be completely insane. <laughs> The sprite bot actually responds, and and Pip says, "You need to get word to 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 New Appaloosa. Like there's there's a train full of extremely traumatized small horses <laughs> on their way. They they need food and care." Uh, and Watcher says, uh, "And Pip like is not having it." <laughs> yeah, I actually really enjoy that kind of exchange um, because it belies a a. a sort of character weakness of the Watcher that, like... Because early on, like, he he had, like, manipulated uh, Little Pip into, like, saving a bunch of people. And that seems to just be because it was a test to determine, like, if she was, like, virtue-compatible. But in this sequence, yeah. he kind of waffles on it because it's not really, like... She's not playing... Direct involvement! Mm. He, he, he's not really playing to her particular, like... He doesn't really want to play to her particular, like plan um because it would put too much uh it would, it would reveal too much of him to, to the waste he doesn't want to do that uh-huh. uh but yeah pip's pip is not having it mm-hmm. lives are at stake actually i really enjoy the idea of a protagonist like yelling at the like dumb mysterious force <laughs> uh that's kind of propped up in the story just like listen here you little shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your dumb uh, obfuscation. We need to save people. You don't have to do uh, the, the, a direct quote. You don't have time to indulge your shyness, Watcher. <laughs> Lives are at stake. It's really good. Uh, and then the, the last few lines of the story, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read for verbatim, because this this really threw me. So uh, With a pop, this, uh, so, uh, okay, uh, quote from Little Pip, then get help. You don't have time to indulge your shyness, Watcher, lives are at stake. With a pot, the Sprite Bot's song continued. I released it, unsure whether to feel relieved or disgusted. Little Pip, uh, Velvet nickered, uh, clopping up to me. If you keep ordering your friends around 
you'll soon find you don't have any. I frowned, reminded suddenly the suddenly of my friendless nightmare. Calamity gave me a look that suggested she might be right. Velvet kept walking, and I fell in line behind her. Um What? Yeah, okay, so we're gonna have to have a lot of talk about Velvet Remedy because Velvet Remedy is a me- like not a mess, like it's it's complicated. But both of them. Like I can't believe that Calamity well, is, is 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 on board with the sentiment. Well, I mean I it's can't be- it's I think it's Well, I guess I can, it, but I'm also frustrated that it's that Little Pip is, it's a difference is, of perspective, uh, I think, where it's like you, you got to come at it like at the angle of like like you, we're we're on board because of it saving it's, it's saving slaves and it's like yeah little pip is is being cool but like from the perspective of these other characters little pip is just like hot like super hostilely shouting at another person to get them to do what they want and depending on the kind of person you are that can be like a really kind of like uncomfortable situation to be in like I've certainly been in a lot of situations where having someone just like are, like, violently yelling at somebody to, to do something what they want is not really, like, the greatest place to be at the time. Yeah, I I guess it's... Yeah, th- this is a thing that I struggle with specifically uh, because there's something uh, alien in my brain. Like, I am... Um, so you humans uh, uh, really struggle when people raise your voice or <laughs> when, 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 uh, when, when voices are raised at all. It's a, it's a thing that I have noticed of you, 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 yeah. you moms. Uh, and even in outside of this podcast, in my guise as, as a fellow who mom, uh, the true, truly, I am always a jukebox. Um, <laughs> jukebox um, in your soul. I, I merely wear the guise of a man, uh, in my day to day. Something that, that has eluded me my whole life, uh, is, is, I guess, like, I don't, I, I don't know to what degree it's cultural, or if this is just true of almost everybody, but a handful of, like, uh, freaks like me uh, and my immediate family, but, like, I have run into countless situations in my life where, like, I've, I've simply, like, raised my voice to make sure that I'm audible, and people, like, panic and, and, and beg me to not shout, or, like, when I am in a situation where, like, heightened emotions are the, like yelling in anger is the only rational response to the immediate stimuli people will like snap shut stop being like useful in a in a in a high tension panic situation and because you yelled and i i have never been able to wrap my head around it and i guess this is one of those things it's uh it's Um, it's one of those it's it's a situation where like like for a lot of people like like because it's just sort of shared experience of like I have a similar uh, situation sometimes, but, like, a lot of what what the issue is, is for a lot of people, yelling is specifically tethered to very traumatic experiences for them. So the idea of someone shouting at them isn't, like, someone trying to get your attention. It's someone trying to, like, is someone that's physically mad at you and, like, wants to, like, harm you in a very immediate way, and that can definitely trip off. I think in this case, though, it's not even necessarily that. I think it's well, like the, from my experience, this is almost everyone. <laughs> like, like the, the 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 vast majority of 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 like literally the vast majority of humans in my, my life experience, like have this like massive visceral like negative experience. I mean, yeah, that's but that's just uh, that's the experience to, to, for a lot of people. To yelling <laughs> and like, I don't know what in my background or brain chemistry. 
makes me this freak that responds to yelling with, all right, well, that's a... That's a person talking. All right, like, yeah, that, I, uh, yeah. A lot of it's... Let's, 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 let's move forward or just yelling right back. Not, like I, not to I get too know, into like, it, but that's that has a lot to do with, like, cultural expectations. Uh, different places in the world uh, far more prefer the concept of yelling at people to get across their points and other places don't. But also on top of that is a layered trauma experience that a lot of people... And we're getting super deep in the weeds, but I think it's, it is important to kind of talk about in this context of, like, why... So, like, I both of us are in agreement that, like, Little Pip is righteous for just being like, no, you need to listen. You need to, like, you need to stop. Like, you can't pussyfoot around this. Lives are at stake. And we're, you know, we're both in agree with that. But I think it's also fair that, like, it's important to remember that, like, little Pip, to the, the people around her, this looks like this is coming out of nowhere, and that's super terrifying. To just have, like, a moment where it's like, oh, your, you know, your, your pal and friend is suddenly, like, violently berating a person over a phone, essentially, is, is a kind of, like, can, can provoke a lot of, a, of a, like, negative emotions in people. And also, on top of that, Velvet Remedy is kind of a mom, <laughs> like, like specifically she's she's very much one of those kind of characters who really tries to like paper over problems rather than confront them head on and she's very like a lot more like she's a lot more like caring about decorum uh calamity makes a lot of sense if you know about his home life but that's not for a lot of chapters but calamity has a very abuse like had a very abusive home life before like before like the current like the story essentially so it's understandable that he would really be like he'd be very very negative to someone like shouting somebody down to get their attention or get them to do what they want. So it's it's it is it's good character writing, I guess. But it's 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 one of those things that doesn't make sense, I guess, in its immediate. And it's hard not to be on Little Pip's side because you know she's the protagonist, and also like, oh, I mean, it, it we has agree with resonance for me because like it's a, it's a thing that I've struggled with my entire life, like yeah. like. Like I've I've like to 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 the point that like through throughout my entire teenage like high school experience was was a constant oscillation between uh, why are you constantly mumbling and please stop shouting yeah um, um yeah that's that's that that belies a lot of like uh, that's that's the experience of a lot of people who suffer with like oh a whole host of 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 situations but um yeah and, and in my experience just to ever like everywhere I like where I live uh, culturally. Uh, it's sort of expected that you uh, yell and swear at people as a sort of form of greeting. Like, if I don't call you a cocksucker, are we really friends? But yeah, it's it's a it's a difference yeah. of cult. Sorry, that's so weird. Like, it's a difference of culture. You're from the you're from the frozen north. You're from 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 uh, stereotypically polite Canada land. Um, where whereas I uh, dwell in Texas, and it turns out Texans are a bunch of goddamn pansies. <laughs> Like the the lilliest livelard, like <laughs> yeah, and and I think it's 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 always important to note like cultural expectations play like a, a huge role in like the volume in which people conduct conversations. Uh, but I think in this particular case, it's a little bit more understandable because these characters like come from a very authoritarian society, so it makes sense that they would like look down on. Uh, little Pip being like really aggro and aggressive to try and get her way because it resonates a lot with their own personal experiences. But also just on top of that, this is starting to like build up to a theme of like 
little Pip. Little Pip is doing a thing that I feel like a lot of us have always experienced, where like our like righteous fury like clouds how terrifying uh, uh, we feel to onlookers. Where it's like, like again, because Pip is totally in the right. Like it's she's fucking she's saving sl- like slaves from 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 their conditions, but like. The way she's going about it is really fucking terrifying to an outside viewer, and like that's kind of a persistent theme in this story. Is like, little Pip is correct in what she's doing, but like, like the way she's doing it kind of also feels like she's turning into like she's turning into a bad guy because you know she's it's it's we know she's not making moral compromises, but to an outside external force, it looks like the kind of person who is, would be taking moral compromises, you know. Like we don't know the like the other characters don't know the the, oh. the personal internal struggle of Pip. Uh, Actually, speaking of which, that does uh, bring me back to so once they're off the train and like uh, before um, uh, Pip confronts the Watcher, Pip does note to herself that apparently this train goes all the way to Philadelphia or, or Philly Del- Philly Delphia. Yeah. Uh, which is next on the list if she has anything to do. <laughs> she, she knows to herself that, like, <laughs> uh, uh, fucking, uh, well, Harper's Ferry off the list. Next, uh, next Alabama. <laughs> next, next. Yeah. Got big dreams, and those dreams are going to require a lot of ammo. Um, but yeah, like, I think that, a, a, like, a character flaw, like, the you know, the good writing kind of character flaw of Little Pip, is that she is like blinded by rage uh, over the the, the uh, experiences that she she sees in the waste and wants to do something about it, but she's kind of so headstrong about it that it like she doesn't really like she's not super mindful of the consequences that it kind of causes around those actions, which I think is you know just just, just good writing like it's good she's she's a it's a it's a it's a persistent theme in the story that she she has so little like she has like it's a weird thing if she has so little confidence in herself and she has so little like value in her own life that she's like well i'm gonna go solve this problem that'll get you killed eh i don't know what's one more body <laughs> if i take them all out with me then uh would, was there really any loss there was there really any value loss um and i can certainly kind of understand that you know there's that like meme of like uh, every other person in, in in my life deserves happiness and and safety, but me, I'm trash and I deserve death. Uh, <laughs> Pip is a big mood in that regard. So, if they wanted to, if if uh, if our listeners out there wanted to uh, let us know how they felt about the podcast, if they had any recommendations, any recipes to share, uh, how would they go about that? Uh, well, you can contact me at thouartfi if you want to like if you're extremely nasty. Uh, uh, my 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 because it's, it's extremely not safe for work. Yes, and, uh, and also I yell at the podcast. Uh, but if you want to get like a, if you want to like contact us more directly in a, in a safe work capacity, then you can t- contact Weird at WeirdingtonE on Twitter and uh, WeirdingtonESQ at gmail dot com if you want to email us directly and send us yes recipes, comments, concerns, questions, opinions. <laughs> Uh, all that said, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next few chapters. Uh, that's when the like we really start getting to the sort of like adventure arc of our uh, of our tale. But uh, overall, um, I think that the, the, this whole, whole sequel business was a great idea. I'm glad to be doing it. Oh, I'll have to take your word for it. Bye, bye, bye everybody. Bye. 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 bye.